You know what they say? Uh, Clint Eastwood uh, directs movies is that instead of like shouting or saying the words action or clicking a uh, clipboard, he'll just start the camera and you go when you feel like it. Just see what happens. <laughs> Cinema of life. Get comfortable. Get com- No, no, not just guys kicking. You know, rehearsal lines a few times. No, when, no, when, when you're, you're ready, ready, we're rolling. We can afford it. <laughs> Can't stop the signal, can't stop the noise. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome indeed. To the Den of Iniquity. Welcome to that one show by those guys from that one band where they the talk t- about the stuff. You got BDSM questions? We got answers. <laughs> yes, we do, Evan Gritson. That's Evan Gritson on the mic, ladies and gentlemen. Evan Gritson. Yeah, that's where you <laughs> completely extraneous solo. My favorite, yeah, the Aerosmith drummer is my favorite example. Like, you shouldn't be taking a solo right now. You're not really as good as everyone seems to think you are. There's a guy behind the stage though. Was doing the real solo. He was just kind of like he looked out of breath too. He just, he just looked like he's like oh, oh, oh. and he's just thinking like he looked like he was thinking about his mortgage payment. I'm like half his age. And <laughs> I get he looked like he was thinking about it. it. Wasn't like he was thinking about like yeah, I'm killing it right now. It was like like. Oh. Cash in the check. Oh Cash man, my check. NCIS isn't recording right now. Oh <laughs> man, get that TiVo. And over there on the in the yellow shirt, with the yellow trunks. <laughs> That's right, baby. Sporting the latest flame. Sporting the latest and latest flame records. Where is Mister Jacob Mouse uh, Manuff? Is it? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, it's like Minuff Zenuff. Minuff, yeah, Zenuff. <laughs> it's something different. <laughs> Uh yeah, that's that's a good that's a good question. That's um, a subtle ask. <laughs> it is. They're already going pro for this. Um For those of you not watching on the video podcast, <laughs> which is not a thing that actually exists, Mouse Mouse fuck yeah, we cursing curse. okay yeah. with a question mark, which is a real fucking pro move on his part. I mean, yeah, look, you know guys, I'm I'm used to this thing. I mean you guys might be new to this whole podcasting, but uh you you'll get the hang of it. You'll see. Let's see. There's a little subtle things you gotta do. Yeah. Me, I'm Kona Neutron. Yeah. No one else was going to give you that one. Yeah, I, I, I was, yeah, I was patiently waiting for anyone to acknowledge my existence. And lead singer never gets introduced. Yeah. Hi, hi. This is a terrible idea. Shane Otis is uh, in the room, <laughs> but he's been stricken with laryngitis. Yeah, he's just kind of he's he's sleeping right now. He's he's the sleazy sleeper. <laughs> sleazy sleeper. So we are this band, and we're doing this thing right now, and yeah. you are potentially listening to it. Conceivably, if this you, part is you not might be cut, listening to it, you may be listening. To <laughs> it. Yeah, if, if we didn't edit this crap out, then you're probably like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking right, there's going to be some. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have some heavy editing on this, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll for be sure. But it, this hand. is the pilot. This is this is before the network picks up the show. Yeah, totally. And, this is uh, like the. I feel like my character might be retooled. Yeah. <laughs> it turns you might, out you might the character of Evan is recast as an Asian boy. Yeah, next episode. Evan's going to be playing my character. I was thinking an African American basketball. Coach Shia LaBeouf took the take over the part. Yeah, I don't mouse. really like him for Evan Gridson, but he's really great for Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came in to read for Mouse, but I just I really found Ended myself being... playing the Evan character. <laughs> <laughs> it's understandable. Uh, so, uh, you know what? I, I hate when I say uh. Uh, I, just, I just did it. I, I, we kicked off this, this bitch, and I'm saying, uh, so uh, terrible, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, so this is our unnamed podcast. Uh, yeah, the uh, it is the vi- yeah, the Victory and Associates contentiously unnamed. This is the unnamed podcast. Contentiously unnamed. <laughs> the unnamed one. is not Which, a bad name for a podcast. I, I say I, I, I would actually vote for. 
if we were have a vote right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, contentiously unnamed. Yeah, well, we're we not taking any right calls. We can have, like, we're really interested in your, your feedback. Yeah, if you're listening to this, if you're not listening to this live, then uh, you, yeah, you'll be, you'll be, it'll be funny, I'm sure. <laughs> but the live audience right now, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I'm sure they're kind of like, what are these guys doing? If anyone would like to come down here and play a straight man, that would be appreciated as well. Yes, that's always that's always a lovely. I thing. mean, is you know. So we are this band, and we do things that bands do. We play music. We talk about our band a lot. Yeah, we do. Not really as much as people seem to think we do, but we definitely amongst ourselves, we definitely we have we have a rich lore, if I do say so myself, that keeps us afloat in the complete abject indifference of others. <laughs> keeps us occupied when we're it, practicing. It, it keeps, keeps us busy. Us, yeah, it keeps no. us busy when we're not playing music. And I feel I feel personally that most bands do have that, but we seem to have one that... Sure, every band has it. Yeah. Some people... I mean, it's so shitty for you guys, but we're good. <laughs> but we love it, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> now you got me asking myself, just like, I wonder, like, I wonder how, like, Hurry Up Shotgun sees themselves. You know, like, how they... What are they... You know, like... You know, like well, Austin like, just always well, has a fan pointed at himself, I would imagine. <laughs> what a move. Dude, the, like, the, the, the Scott Martin from Big Business move. The, uh, <laughs> the, the fa- Like, he has long awesome. hair, and he has, like, the fan going, and this, the, the hair is billowing back, and it's... At any given time, he looks like he should be in like either a shampoo commercial or a uh, Judas Priest video. That's pretty. That's pretty which great. Is, which is pretty great. Ariel Pink did it with a girl holding a fan, just kind of holding a fan just, in, in like, his face the whole show. Like, oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah, around, that, that, that's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, we have a rich lore, and some people have said that they enjoy hearing our shtick as we run that particular lore, uh, and so that is one of the reasons why we've decided right now to bring that over to you, and what hopefully is a enjoyable bringing the shtick <laughs> entertaining manner we give the shtick and take it though and that's we important do. it's important to have a give and take it's, yeah it's good to be able to take some shtick we did we did meet a young precocious girl once upon a time uh, who refused to participate in two-way she shtick was, she was knee-deep in shtick herself this sounds but, a lot sexier than it was but yeah, yes. yeah but yeah she i thought not, it was pretty sexy it was her weird version of shtick jitsu that just kind of you know yeah she had a non-shtick shtick acknowledgement Packed for sure, but while emanating ninety-five to one hundred percent shtick, and that uh, pretty much came from the Andy Coffin School for young girls for sure. And uh, that, that was that kind of you, you were off your game that night, Mouse. Which, no, uh, no, it was just like there was no. It was it's hard to like throw a shtick at somebody that when it's bouncing off a wall. It's like hmm. nope, <laughs> not having it. Nope, not not nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Have a good time. Nope. Yeah. There you go. So we just her, played. Her boyfriend also met her trying to be gay. That's right. I remember that. They got this girl. That's right. This girl. Which was his own was quote. Like, this isn't Sacramento for anybody that's, you know, ever no, been no, to Sacramento. No, it's not Sacramento. It's oh, Merced. Merced, Merced, yeah. Merced oh, yeah. Sorry. Never mind. Possibly one, any one people, of our yeah. only possible target market it's the Central Valley. This to is, this program, Chris Casuga was our host. Anybody in the Central Valley is like, what do I call in? God damn it. That was in Galt. Oh, I wish this was a thing that was live that I was responding to. <laughs> Which is funny because there's nothing in Galt. Nothing ever. <laughs> like nothing at all. Just like cows and child rapists. That's all Galt has. And it's unfortunate because there's only cows to rape. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. Oof. Oof. There you go. These are the jokes, folks. These are the yeah, keep them rolling. <laughs> it's gonna get better. They're gonna retool this thing. Yeah, don't worry. The network's gonna fix this. Uh, yes, indeed. So. We're still trying to figure are out what, we, this... uh, what, is, what is our format. Do we have music that we can play? Uh, yeah, we, like talk about Mike Watt and then play one of his songs from his new record. It's amazing. Is that, that, you... is that the kind of thing? It's amazing. You should bring that up, wow, Evan. Because uh, that's exactly 
exactly what I was thinking about doing. We Why don't I put that together and you talk a little bit about that? Well, we're running a fancy ship well, over folks. here at the Victory and Associates contentiously unnamed podcast. Yay! But this past Wednesday, we did have the opportunity to play at Bottom of the Hill with Mike Watt and the Missing Men, and it was, uh, it was a pretty legendary show when he played his entire... Actually, oh, dude, that guy's, man, like I said, the Lindsey Buckingham of playing bass. It's just like, wait, how <laughs> He is like the Lindsey Buckingham of playing bass. That was a beautiful quote. <laughs> and he was also the exactly who I expected him to be of taking pre-show naps, which I had the, <laughs> the fortune of being there as he pulled up in the van with his bandmates, and it was pretty much like they all got out, and they're like... He's like, what time are we going on? Like, 11. Like, gets back in, light goes off. Other sure. two dudes go their own direction. Perfect. And I, and I, I wished I could do the same thing at the same time. But it, it is very refreshing. Yeah. Mm. I, I actually had no expectation of him watching us at all. And I kind of just walked into it. I was like, okay, Mike Watt's probably not going to watch our band. And that's okay. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be okay He can never that. have those kinds of expectations, though. You know, like... Got to say my doofy thing before our last song that, you know, about him... And just we just really think you're really, just, really cool. We really are happy. It's real to me, man. Opportunity. It's real to me. We're just, but just, but we're thankful and yeah, yeah we're gonna keep playing. <laughs> Pretty much a verbatim. Quote. Seven more songs. <laughs> All right, got eight more songs for you. What? Uh, so. Yeah, the next yeah. one goes like this. Yeah, what I said was 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 very spoken very sincerely, if not uh, eloquently, about how <laughs> <laughs> Mike Watt and D Boone's work uh, shaped me musically, uh, shape how you run a band, and how you conduct yourself as a person with integrity and honor and commitment to purpose. And it was yeah, very it was important. Stephen Gay was there playing sax. It's pretty nice. Oh yeah, that was also yeah. Steve McKay from the from the Stooges got to play that. That was a fun little encore number. Which apparently I talked to uh, Murph at Star Musician. They did not do that in New Parish. He also was not a fan of the opening bands at New Parish, which is a bummer. Which oh, I I might have outed Murph as not liking those bands. Those bands are going to kick Murph's ass. With a broad brush here, partner. (laughs) What's your name, Murph? Yeah, whatever. Were you in Dinosaur Junior? I am going to really, really try to play this song, and it's amazing how songs are, are. Yeah, songs are good. Songs are play good. Play some songs. Get us out of here. Get us out of these guys. Don't hear this. Contentiously unnamed. Is that what it was? Yeah. The contentiously unnamed Victory and Associates. The unnamed. Podcast, yeah. Which somehow managed to be more cumbersome than the name Victory and Associates, which is really saying a lot. <laughs> uh, why don't we play a couple? Yeah, we'll get there. Mike Watt songs here. Someone give Conan a call while we're playing this. Yeah, please. (laughs) It's definitely not from his phone. (laughs) We're just pulling back the curtain for you, folks. There you go. Uh, This is. You just showed him the wizard. Be holding Letterman is what the name is. Josh Davis is among us.
podcasting across the universe, baby. Don't you know I'm podcasting USA? That was the uh, still contentiously unnamed. It's a beak holding Letterman and a hammering Castle Birdman off of the hyphenated man record put up by Mike Watt and the Missing Men, which we it's just a great record. With. And again. Uh, there was a lot it's of great in the live rendition too, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of articles written about Mike Watt for this tour, and a lot of them focused on living legend Mike Watt, as as well they should because he is a living legend. Don't get me wrong there. That said, this is I feel like one of the better records of this year. It's already been a pretty good year for records. It's very Minutemen esque, and I say that in the fact there's an economy of motion with with how the arrangements are and time but just the feel definitely has that kind of like spazzy crazy nervous energy that uh, i'm not going to say most of his solo material has lacked but he's definitely not put a extreme focus on and i think it works and it doesn't sound minimum derivative necessarily i think it's just a killer yeah. record no yeah. yeah. no <laughs> that's some totality of your uh that's what conan thinks of uh, it. so when you go i say it's a good record not listening to music <laughs> Fantastic. But it is killer. You guys should all check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it was, it was it was a consummate honor to play with Mike Watt and the Missing Men at Bottom the Hill, our band Victory and Associates, of which this unnamed podcast is conducted by. And contentiously unnamed and by. And contentiously unnamed by. It, we'll come up with something good. And, and we're going to come up with something great. It's going to be <laughs> just going to knock your fucking socks off. You're going to be right in the toilet and you'll be like, boom. Well, we're already nine episodes in and all the comments are negative, mostly about the title. <laughs> Oh, if, if only they were only going to be about the title. <laughs> Contentious nomenclature. I thought this show, we didn't have to, like, I didn't feel like there was the prerequisite amount of shame associated with it that comes with the most times of, like, playing music. Like, it's sort of like there has to, I feel like that's the, the general consensus among at least that's, my peer yeah. group is that you're like, oh. Another show, huh? Great. Awesome. That's what happens. Great. Everyone's been going to shows as long as we have. Yeah, let me know when you murder someone on stage, okay? Maybe then I'll care. Are they still killing people on stage? Because, man, I saw them back when they were... Back before Great White ruined it for everybody. (laughs) They really did, those assholes. (laughs) You really want to play with that right now? You want to play with them? (laughs) That's that's how you want to spend your time? (laughs) I'm totally fiddling with my mic stand, just kind of dicking off here. Yeah, much, you guys much talk. Like a, much like a kitten gonna, might do. Everyone else knows. I'm, I'm going to clean up a little bit around here. You guys, you can, no, you guys, you guys right. talk. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to clean. Maybe I, look at this mess. And maybe get the vacuum cleaner going. Maybe. <laughs> 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 so anyway, Bob, hold on. I need to get under the table. <laughs> Crash, crackle, boom. Fantastic. This is some compelling stuff. <laughs> so we went on, we went on tour recently. We as did. Well. And, and that was a rich experience. Which was, uh, speaking of like Mike Watt, we played with Ed from Ohio. I mean, speaking of Mike Watt, but also speaking of uh, one of those random thing, many things that he's done. Uh, uh, we played with Ed from Ohio while we were in Pittsburgh. We did his, his his new band, Food, which he, he played in the band Firehose. With just got to find Mister Early and get his show lined up. Yeah, it was, it was nice. We, we almost we ran almost ran the Firehose trifecta, but not quite. <laughs> maybe next maybe next year, guys. Gives us something to keep working for. Goals, that, goals are good. Goals are good. We we are a band. We do tour. We did do that recently. We played with a lot of bands. We played with with great bands, and we played with uh, 
Mediocre bands. You know who you are. You'll be judged. And uh, we played some hilarious bands. And uh, one, a hilarious band that we played with. And, and, and I'm trying to figure out how real we need to get here. Like, no, should we uh, name names? Should we, no, I don't know if we have. Uh, like, should we, should we, should we name names? Fuck it, man. You don't shit on people. Name your name. Name your shit. Well, there was a band that we played with at a city that uh, was having a, a pretty... It was in a city. It was, it was in a city. city. Uh, it was in a... It was, it was gonna... something that you could loosely be described as a venue. <laughs> loosely, yes. Uh, we, we, we played with this band that was putting on a, pre- a fairly preposterous stage show that Evan and I were at, at the bar, <laughs> kind of like remarking to ourselves a two-piece band. silently uh, about just, wow, this is preposterous this is a ridiculous situation one of the most amazing moments of all my years of playing music happened when uh the venue door opened and, and this fellow <laughs> who can only be construed as a sort of guy, guy that, like i work at guitar center or like a local computer store kind of ponytail like not really like unshaven but not clean shaven either uh walks in and just he was, I, I thought he was kind of like more of a koala bear type kind of like a that south park guy that's not the blonde guy he kind of o- looked like him, but the, anyway, the this, look on his face was this fellow opens opens the door, literally makes a face as if he just saw an elephant drop a two pound turd in front of him. <laughs> this horrified face. What this, the this, fuck? This rictus of what am I looking at? She kind of shakes his head no Slams back and forth and just like closes the door and leaves before even walking in. And Evan and I just for whatever reason happened to be looking over the door when this happened, and it, the fact that we both were looking at it made it the better. But it was one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen because it's it's not like any of us weren't having that exact same reaction, <laughs> but it's having it externalized by what central casting could have sent over for like showgoer on a on a weekday night was just so surprised, <laughs> surprised. Just, just a quick descent into disgusted showgoer potential. The part of surprise showgoer was played by uh, Christopher Roberts, who yes, oh my uh, my drink holder's making some noise. He was there. unaccredited. Was, I, I kind of liked his earlier work when, uh, you know, he was a surprise showgoer at the Victory and Associate show. <laughs> Anywho, all right. Yeah, well, uh, uh, I, yeah, when let's we play like, some of the good. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Was, was Our good. stories are less good when we don't throw people under the bus. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. We'll get the hang well, of you it. Know, sorry, Minx, but it was funny. Um, <laughs> it was hilarious, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, well, I'm not going to name names. There were definitely I'm some, not gonna some name urban, names, urban dance beats and... Uh, <laughs> And a fair Damn. amount of tight neon that were involved. Well, we, yeah, we also got this. to play it to like hundreds of zombies that were like yeah. totally, yeah. We did. Just they even Kenosha, zombie walked through the you know through the stage. Kenosha, yeah. Wisconsin, uh, three hundred plus zombies on bikes at a pub crawl one o'clock in the afternoon, where we made the genius play of staying up till the wee hours of the morning the night before uh, with our friends in Milwaukee. That's like, oh, is. we're going to be playing a show at one o'clock in a different city. We normally observe a tight curfew, but we made an exception. Milwaukee was great too. Like we played, uh, we played with the Hi Fi guys, and you know, we like did. The, uh, who and Hi Fi? Uh, if I had a Hi Fi who, who played two of the best shows I think I've ever seen them play in the ten years. Yeah, they really were killing them. Yeah, they, yeah, they were pretty uh, amazing. Milwaukee, born for Anchor all those show. other years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about time, bros. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> Take advantage of the studio space. Oh yeah. Oh, thanks for calling my place the studio, guys. So, which is funny because we have a studio and we're not in it, but that's that's a whole separate discussion. That's I don't think very interesting and good for the air. This is home air. The air. The air for your air. I don't think it's good for like you know the air like oxygen. Air. 
we, we did play with a lot of great bands that uh, both known and known to us and unknown to us. One of those was a band from New Jersey that was introduced to me by Mr. Brian Musikoff uh, from another excellent band, Stuyvesant, but Eastern Anchors, and I think I'm going to play something from them right now. You thought wrong. After I awkwardly reach over from the reach over there. <laughs> to the mixing console. Uh, there we go. It's going to start. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> Coming at you, some if I yeah. had a hi-fi. Yeah. yeah, that was If I Had a Hi-Fi off their new record. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Elegant handoff, bro. So it's like I was trying to like like you know, I was trying to like you you give and I didn't I know you wouldn't get the first it's, uh, it's called Songs from Sexy Results. Uh and there's more. <laughs> oh, there's more. Cedar blocks Cedar blocks dig for the Higgs and how the quest was won. Good read. It is a good read. <laughs> good read. Brevity that's being why, the soul of wit. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah, exactly. You sell me some fucking shaving cream now. I, I don't understand the reference and I don't care for it. No, it's a fight, a high five. Oh, no. No. Yeah, so uh, that, that's, um, and that's something that's available on t shirt with digital download. Am I boring you, Mouse? I'm no, sorry. You're not boring. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah, great. Yeah. No, I was, yeah I was for, just, for those uh, listening, Mouse is flicking a, a bottle cap right now. I'm just keeping myself. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> you have some interesting nervous like... ticks while we're doing this. <laughs> I think we're going to learn a lot. <laughs> you guys will. I'm going to open up a little bit. You know. Anyway, I've had a hi fi band from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, entering their 11th year label mates of ours off of uh, the aforementioned latest Flame Records. You can get that at. Uh, if I had hi-fi.net or latestflame.com. Kizzer. Derm. I'm going to say latestflame.com. It's in the dirt camera. If it's something else, it I'll, I'll probably edit it in later to make myself seem more smart. <laughs> but <laughs> but sure. if you do, if you edit it in a way that's like really, you know, like way louder. Or like, I'll get the like, voice of Peter Weller you can to hear, do it. Like, you can hear the clip. You can kind of like where you started. And like, like, <laughs> is Peter Weller available? For this podcast. Well, he was on Dexter for a little bit, but no, really? I—that I, uh, was the last thing I was like, "Oh, Peter Weller, awesome!" And he was like, the, the, "He was a detective that gone. He went bad, and he was dirty, and he like." Wow. Am I spoiling Dexter for you if I tell you about this? <laughs> this is a couple seasons ago. No. Yeah, you like, should you should have said spoiler alert, but that's cool. Spoiler alert! This shit happened a I long was time of, ago. I was thinking of watching that show at some point, but you know, it's, it's, it's worthwhile. Now I don't have to. I, say, I think you pretty much gave away the whole central premise: <laughs> the fact that Peter Weller's in it and is a crooked detective. Yeah. In like season three or four, it's just been around a long longer than I realized. Longer yeah. than you've been alive, son. Yes, but Peter, it was good to see Peter Weller get some work. You know, other than the uh, help us build a RoboCop statue in Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, speaking of Hi Fi, they also played that Kenosha show and with to hundreds of zombies, which I'm sure they did. Like, so did uh, man, it was great. Like, we had to walk away from an amazing trophy, trophy wife. Oh, yeah. maybe we should play some trophy wives. Yeah, we saw them. Like, or... man, we saw those guys. Like, I heard them three blocks away. Yeah, we had to walk back to the van to drive to Chicago, and we could still hear them. That was amazing. Bobby said the most amazing thing. I was, I was like, yeah, you know, we had to play. We played it first, and we had to play outside too. He was like, yeah, all the real men play outside. <laughs> <laughs> Big girl was looking inside it. I was like, yeah. Boomer. Goddamn Boomer. Boomer, what the hell are you doing? Grossing me out. Shit, it's gross, man. Jesus. Boomer, cut it out. Um, why don't we... Uh, th- th- are we uh, I mean... You just we, you just want to... You're all up like, oh, I'm going to play some music. Okay. Now. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> hey, Mouse, let's just take it in a fun conversational direction if you're choosing. Uh, let's... Go uh, ahead. Clock's ticking, bro. Uh, can we talk about... I don't know. Can we talk about pressure? Oh, uh, arm hair, lampshades, uh, um, fuck, uh, fuck, uh, fuck. motorcycle <laughs> helmets, horseshoes, <laughs> Christmas lights, mirrors, Groundhog's Day, I don't know, man. I don't know. Mailman like, hats, Bill space Mar- yeah, eaters, Bond, Can we talk about Groundhog's Day? Can we talk about, I love that. Yeah, well, uh, 
The comedic streets right. of San Francisco. Ooh, the streets of. What San is Carl Malden's birthday? <laughs> uh, Carl Malden's birthday Go. is March twenty second. Is that? I have no way to verify and, that. And it's so true. Just, it is true. It's not. I don't know Michael Douglas's birthday though. So. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I, I know it's your room. I can, get out I can Wikipedia. Here. Where's my phone? <laughs> uh, handlebars and bars. Riot of the Living Dead from Kenosha, Wisconsin. An amazing ah, yes, event. The actual that, name of the event. Well, yeah, that, uh, yeah, the Jeff Moody said it. Of Stripwax, who is Stripwax name. Of Stripwax fame. I'm sure you all know. And if not, you're going to write This is now. a song you all know. <laughs> right, one of my favorite Budokanisms. So, oh, is that a, is that a real word? Budokanism? No, I like it. I mean, I coined it right now. Well, you're a wordsmith, man. Look at you. Already in the Urban Dictionary. 17 comments. <laughs> Disputed 17. One of them has an ASCII picture of a guy's cock. I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but... ASCII hey, those are just zeros and ones. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, I, it's kind of ASCII. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that word the up. The other night I pulled it out. She's like, it's kind of ASCII. <laughs> ASCII. Yeah, what the fuck is that word? ASCII, ASCII, when it's like the... Well, I'm not, I kind of get it, but I've never heard it until now. Like, I, I immediately... A-S-C-I-I. Yes. Wait, no, now I don't get it. That's... <laughs> like a text-based cock, basically. No. Oh, do I text. need to pull up a, a no, picture? No, please do not. Shall I search for the terms ASCII, cock? <laughs> I'm actually going to do that right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is, this is live. It's good he's radio, looking, too. He's looking at him alone. Oh, oh man. Wait. All right. ASCIIcock.com, and there it is. See? Like your typewriter. What the fuck is this? Everyone Google ASCII plus cock. At wikidiot fucking dot com. It's fucking bullshit, man. Hey, that's Wikidiot is the best source of information possible because any idiot can post there. It's the American Standard Code for Inter... Let's try that again. It's the American Standard Code for Information Interchange. That's what that stands for. So, Boom. And for cock making. Right. <laughs> American society for cock making. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know Ryan Warner from Legal Fingers is. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of gratuitous cock. Uh,. He's watching Eraserhead for the first time oh, wow. tonight, and oh. he like he's a guy that he, he like he doesn't like watching movies. I said, "Oh wow!" But like I've never seen it. I'm like, "Oh wow, that's great. That's crazy. Wow, that's wow that he's watching Eraserhead for the first time. Was it good?" Yeah, I I actually quite like it. it's very expressionistic. I'm a big fan of uh, David Lynch's work, and I have a special place in my heart for that movie because it's one of the first ones that I saw. But I, I'm curious as what his take on it is because he's he, I think if I remember correctly, said his favorite movies were. Uh, Space Jam, yeah, <laughs> and something else I can't remember, but it was it was like the equivalent Jam. of Space Jam, and because he, he says he doesn't like watching movies. Wait, 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 wait. Space Jam, like with like uh, what was Bill that Murray Michael and, uh, and Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit! But Ryan Warner and, 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 and here. are we gonna like, are we gonna play some Legal Fingers? Do we? Uh, have I, I'm gonna work on that. Right. If you, if yeah, you want to no. explain who Ryan Warner is, anyway, we played with a band called Legal Fingers in uh, Dubuque, Iowa. And uh, fucking <laughs> legal, like yeah, he's got to legalize those fingers, man. Like, <laughs> so we finish playing, and then like they're getting set up. There's amps, you know. There's there's people. It's a you it's know, like it, a it, looks, show. it looks like a rock band of sorts. And then he just starts stripping down to just like an America, 
just an American flag set of spandex tights and yeah situation and and like knee high boots and that was about and that was it. Some of y'all and and a a lascivious smile, healthy head of hair, (laughs) and uh, this was an all ages show. And and, 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 but he, it was, and, and it's important. It's important it. to establish that uh, he was also shredding quite a bit and doing high kicks. Yeah, dude. Like, wow, very. Put I would your say hand out. He kicks it. Up high. Yeah, like it almost and in it a doesn't style break the shred. Of ridiculous Ted Nugentisms, I would say, and I don't mean right wing social commentary. I mean, I mean the showmanship of a uh, of a nuge. If you will, and as a non nuge fan, I say that with all the utmost respect. Nuge, the nuge. But most importantly, uh, since it was an all ages show, please continue. Uh, well, I mean, he had the, the there were several great song intros that we both we've all really appreciated since and, and referenced a number of times. Um, the first of which was uh, for a song called "Fuck City," and he's of course like this song's called "Fuck City." Sorry, kids, and then just started playing immediately. This and, song's called "Fuck City." Sorry, kids. And. Um, and, uh, and this also, this next song is about rape. Hey, this is an all-ages show. We can't talk about rape. It's okay. It's statutory rape. No, it's not. This is an all-ages show. Statu- oh, yeah, you're right. Mouse. Statutory is a flavor of ice cream that you never want to order. This song's called Fuck City. Sorry, kids. I feel you coming, honey, heavy and sweet.
ready and sweet.
this, man. man. You know, like, Damn it. Kid. I thought this is a professional oh, program. Oh, well, that was the Trophy Wives, man. Those guys are whoo. Trophy Wives from Louisville, Kentucky. The Trophy Wives. Uh, bringing it loud and proud. Let's say uh, the, the first song off their most recent record, Taste of Your Medicine, Old Scratch, available on Latest Flame Records because we do not believe in open disclosure. Here man, if you could ever see those guys live, podcast. bring your plugs. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, great band. Uh, you can buy that record there. Uh, recording a new record right now, which is sure to destroy any possible people that sure choose to listen do. to it or not and uh again we had the pleasure of playing with them at the kenosha pub crawl the handlebars and bars as well as south by southwest that's true. yeah we did we did a few dates with them south by southwest we'll hopefully tour with them next uh next year in the spring rolls what they're talking about and uh before that we had legal fingers band from dubuque iowa that Evan was talking about a little uh little number called little thoughtful City. little rumination on the nature of romance man's and humanity to man the human condition, if you will. And the metropolises of unfeeling carnal knowledge. The metropolises? <laughs> What's well, a city full of fun. Really? Warner, that one's for you. Metropolis of unlawful car- carnal knowledge. Because it could be like a... Wasn't, that, wasn't there a terrible van here? Which, which is, well, for unlawful carnal knowledge. Or fuck. Oh, or fuck. Yeah, oh, the uh, acronym was, was uh, very clever <laughs> on their part. <laughs> I mean, I think they were known as a clever band, you know, in their day. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard Pound Cake. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Hagar impression, by the way. And it was great. <laughs> I think it was very accurate. Was really if I just could have snuck in something, some advertisement for Cabo Wabo Tequila, I feel like it would have been as accurate as you could possibly get. Before that was Legal Fingers, yeah, uh, with Fuck City, as we mentioned. And uh, Ryan Warner's actually watching Eraserhead. Yeah, well, yeah, the movie, the David Lynch yeah. movie, Eraserhead, for the first time, which I think is fantastic, and, and I'm eagerly hoping that he can call in. And we'll, we'll yeah, we're trying to take his, our first his... call in, our first non-live call in, <laughs> right? Which we're 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 uh, well, Eraserhead's good, but it's got nothing on Romancing the Stone. Well, he yeah. Oh, I mean, I thought Jewel of the Nile was all right, but oh shit, here's oh. is it the man? It is the man. Fantastic, Ryan Warner. Welcome to possibly the airwaves. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. Conan's, Conan's available. Dude, where's my car? Hey, What's going you... on, mate? So we just uh, we played some Legal Fingers just now. Yeah? We played some Fuck City, and we told the great story of you guys playing with us. <laughs> just the all-ages experience. All flavor you should never ask for. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. It was, it was pretty great. It was pretty, ama- it was pretty amazing, yeah. For them, <laughs> they kind of had it coming though. Going to the show, I mean, yeah, we need to. I mean, they could have been out smoking crank somewhere. They came to an all. You're watching the documentary of why Legal Fingers does not play all ages shows. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. In, in real time, you're watching me telling the story in the future of why we don't play all ages shows anymore. That was a bad. I guess the Scamp Girls' mom and dad didn't like us very much. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! Oh, of course, the parents didn't like you. That's what I thought too. And, parents uh, don't like yeah, good I, music I, I anyway. Like, well, your daughter keeps trying to get me to listen to Scott. It's not going to happen. Like, there's, there's no conversation between us that's going to end well. It's just not good. <laughs> Well, yeah, I just finished watching Eraserhead. And how was it? That chick have a kid? How did the, why did that chick have a kid that looked like E.T.'s dick? <laughs> it's, it's art, like, bro. That's what, it's art. That's what I don't understand. Like, they, like, and I read about it, and apparently David Lynch like had a movie called Guard It and Back, 
and then he changed it to be Eraserhead, and the original was just about a guy who had a garden on his back. So I don't know what the fuck. New to movies, you, you know this, right? You know yeah, yeah. I was trying to. Movies. We, I, I was trying to explain this to both the guys as well as to the potential listening audience, which right. is in that way, it's very much like a show. And, and I was trying to. I was trying to. What were the movies that you have seen that you enjoyed? Uh, I like Gone in 60 Seconds, the new one with Nicolas Cage, not the original <laughs> one. Holy shit. Uh, uh, Face Off is really good. Non-Nicolas Cage movies I like are Robocop, I think is great. Right, how can I forget Robocop? I want to feel. I want to hear more about the Nicolas Cage movies that you like. Uh, I think Family Man is good, because he drives a 99 town and country van, just like Handsome Dave Hanson from Legal Fingers, so I have to, I have to love it. Adaptations. I would say that, that totally translates into enjoying a two-hour movie, I understand. Adaptations? Well, that was, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch to base an entire love of a movie on for something, but I actually I was making a tour shirt for us uh, of all fabricated dates in North Dakota. It was like a month-long, fake month-long tour with all the dates on the back of the shirt of us playing, like, Real bowling alleys in North Dakota that I looked up. So it'd be like us in my <laughs> North Dakota at like sunny side lanes, by like you know. Get like the shirt, kids. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. There's actually yeah, there's actually a band called Minot here that are, that are uh, quite good. That one one of the fellows is from uh, Kansas, I, I believe, or Nebraska. God, somebody's gonna kill me. But oh, yeah, dude, you're a Wait, dick. The band's from Alaska. No, Nebraska. But I, I'm I'm from Alaska actually. That's oh, okay, 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 okay. And Mouse is from Alaska. I'm ho- okay, I'm hard of I'm hard of hearing. So yeah, are you able to hear uh, anything? Okay, because because we're yeah, we're yeah also, I'm, I'm actually shocked that you hear us in any way at all. So <laughs> this is so good. Th- this is a more amateurish. Uh, sound setup than most of the venues we play, and that's saying a lot. So that's a, that, that's okay. Well, already, like uh, podcasts are cool. I like parties. I wish Andrew WK had a podcast. Speaking of parties, I think that would be awesome. I don't know. You, you guys listen to WTF, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I have some small part of my mind that that wants this to be the uh, rock equivalent of WTF eventually. But instead of oh, we're all a little bit emotionally closed off for that at the moment, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think Everybody's going to a podcast going like, it happened to me, it happened to Marin, but I don't think, it takes a lot of spite to do what Marin does, and I just, I don't have the energy. Well, luckily, I do on. have the spite. That's, that's, that part yeah, I haven't spit. Yeah. You can bring on bands who have uh, food poisoning at the 11th hour and talk to them <laughs> a little bit. I can't, actually, we, actually, we actually forgot to talk about that. I forgot about that. Why don't, why don't you tell that story? How, how about an update on this whole you know, clusterfuck of that. So that's why we do this podcast. Uh, yeah, Victory Associates comes to Dubuque to play uh, a rock and roll show with uh, Scamp and the best power trio plus one and the fucking land legal fingers and uh, this pop punk band called they're Easy Easy Core. It's not pop punk. It's Easy Core. <laughs> what, what are the differences? Like, I don't know how like that makes. Like it's, it's it's like something I would say to make fun of them, but they beat me to it in earnest somehow. Oh. Like, I'm just like, okay, whatever you want to do is fine with me. So an easy core band named Remember Last Fall is supposed to play the show. But the guitarist gets sick from Taco Bell and gets food poisoning, but makes the mistake of stating it as in, we are, we collectively. are food poisoning. We, like, we collectively... Shared a chalupa. Like, <laughs> like, like, like they cut it in half and then eat it. You know, that's like the classic. They stop way. using that term because it meant turn, basically. In my life, the way that works is they got, they, got a, 
They got like a super long burrito and then cut it in half and then each of the each of the members like tear it off and then Lady and the Tramp did like one on each end and then just like ate towards it till they were kissing. Like that's how. Maybe it was just a classy hors d'oeuvre. That's how that happens. That's how you get four way food poisoning. That, that is how it was basically characterized as them canceling out on on the show and, and also yeah. making damn sure to inform all of their fans or potential fans to or not come out because possible yeah. family members <laughs> possibly yeah. family members to be offended by legal fingers but that was still an out of control show that anyways, was great anyways 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 what happens is like last week I, i'm on facebook just trolling everyone because that's <laughs> what i do so i and i see that Remember last fall, it just says R-L-F, R-I-P. And I'm like, oh, no. No, they're not a band. So I run in. I'm just like, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. So I see I see the guitarist two days later at the guitar shop. And I'm like, oh, hey, Tyler. And he's like, oh, hey, man, what's up? I was like, what's up with you other than you don't have a band anymore? <laughs> and, he's like, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, well, oh, actually, no. I said, I see you have a nose stud now. My mom has one, too. Also, you don't have a band anymore, was the entire <laughs> statement. And wow. So, uh, yeah. Brian Warner, and pulling then, no uh, punches. I like it. Well, I like the guy, so I don't want to be uh, an overt dickhead, too. I, I, I don't want to be an oblique dickhead, too, and I want to I wanted just lay it out there and be like, yeah, because I, I do like that guy, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was just... I, I did get on his ass about nobody in the band actually coming to the show who wasn't sick. Yeah. That, that's, so I was like, hey, and that's, that's where I drew the issue. Yeah, and telling... Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't tell your friends. I mean, if you, okay, so, yeah, if, if somebody's legitimately ill or can't make... Okay, great. Then in situations like that, the few times that's happened, I've always showed up and the rest of the band has... Show, like, at least... You know, you, you know, if it's a touring band involved, and it, it doesn't matter that it's us. It doesn't matter that... We were coming from you know two time zones away or anything. It's just it's the yeah. right thing to do, you know. The yeah. touring band. I mean, even if like one dude would have showed up, and I mean like we've played like we've played fucking nightmare shows before, where it's like, all right, dude, one person from the band. We but like we take turns, like okay, go stand in the room and watch this band. So <laughs> exactly. Someone from our band is represented. It's your turn in the fucking crowd. Like, you know, it's, it was like tagging in and out, like just a fucking long session of bullshit but like yeah we did that because it was the fucking right it was, the, it was the right thing to do like you know I believe I believe in the unified scene I just don't believe in the last three hold steady record <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with that <laughs> fair <laughs> enough fair enough I'm with you Craig Finn for a little bit I actually met him I saw do you guys like the rating sound at all yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that last uh, that last thing that like whatever Scion put out or whatever is actually pretty killer. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of really good tunes. Scion's been putting out hella good shit lately. Yeah, dude, that that Melvin's yeah. EP too. Anyways, I, I I saw the raining sound in uh, Chicago this past summer, and for some reason Craig Finn was there, and uh, I I was just like, oh cool, it's like a short guy like that I liked for a while, like, and you know, I, I didn't really, I didn't want to condescend him because the guy put out some shit I really, like that Lifter Polar stuff, you can't, you can't fuck with that, like that's right. too good. And I would even and say that uh, Separation Sunday is actually a pretty, pretty, pretty good record, yeah, oh, yeah. you and, know? And I, I really do like up to, and I, I like Boys and Girls in America, but that's kind of like the point where it's like, oh yeah, Bruce Springsteen, I remember that guy, <laughs> yes. you, guys, you guys liked him too, I guess, that's, oh, okay, cool, yeah. So, we had a long I, I don't know, I didn't want to say anything, but John, John from Legal Fingers was drunk as fuck, and he's like, yeah, I, just, I gotta 
I, I gotta talk to him. Like, you don't, like, what, what is drunk you gonna say to Craig? Because, like, I don't know, I guess anytime you meet your hero, like, someone who's a hero to you, you get it in your head that you're gonna be the one dude to say the one the thing one you thing. can say in five sure. seconds. That's gonna, like, thanks, like, kid. What are you gonna say to Craig Thing when he's like, dude, here's my number. We should really talk more about that thing you just right. said about Molly Crew. Pe- like, people say that to me all the time, dude. People just try to be like, they try to get Conan Neutron's attention. And Conan Neutron's like, no, bro, not today, man. Conan's oh, yeah, over here talking know. about himself in the third person, all right? <laughs> I was like, I mean, I was, when I found out VA was coming, I was like, oh, it's Conan. He was in that band with that guy from Heavenly States for like five minutes. <laughs> so I <gotta> like, yeah. <laughs> Deep cut Warner, I, 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 I like it. Ted, Ted from Heavenly States. we were trying to figure out if the Heavenly States are still a band, and I hope they are because. You know, I talk to Ted regularly, and I'm still trying to figure it out myself, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, he is too. I understand, you know. And what Ryan's alluding to, potential listening audience, is that Ted Nesbitt from the Heavenly States was actually in Victory, not Victory Associates, in a Replicator for about a week. Right before uh, Ben yeah. joined the band, and uh, we never played a show with him or did anything, but it was quite an experience to say the least. And if, uh, we'll probably have Ted on at some point. We can talk about that. Uh, Heavenly State's great band, but it is hard to tell what they are doing. They, they put out that awesome EP, that uh, We Camera We yeah. EP. Um, I, no, it was really. Yeah, good. Like, I, I think they like relo- like didn't they relocate to Austin or something? And like I know Mark Mark's not in the band, and like Jeremy, I don't, I don't know. I'll you know, explain I, it. I run I'm into Mark. What's going on? And, yeah. I run into Mark all the time on Lakeshore in Oakland. What are you, Mouse? What are you doing? <laughs> Over by the cheesesteak shop. Mouse is very fascinated by the technology. He's a. Uh... This is amazing, kids. You can like you can talk into a microphone. You got yeah wires he... that come out of here. And you anyway, like, Mark Mark was playing in Rogue Wave uh, for a minute, and I guess he's recording with him. I don't necessarily know if that's like a, like a thing, uh, but yeah, it, it's I don't know that band's so secretive. Oh, shit, we lost him. We lost him. We lost Later, him. dude. Thanks for being with us, Ryan. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Make sure you take your gift bag on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there okay, we go. He's calling back. He's right back. He's right. Like, no, yeah, no. we uh, I'm driving right now. It's oh, and you're, and you're talking. And you're talking <laughs> on the phone. Just, just, Great. I got food poisoning, and everyone in my band and immediate family and anyone who's better to stand with me got sick and had to cancel this phone call is what happened. I had a bite of Chalupa. There's all these giant rock cuts because, like, this part of the country wasn't designed for people to, like, habitate at all. Like, right. no one was supposed to live here. It's just, it's like old Protestant guilt. Like, oh, we need to hate ourselves. You can't live here in the winter or summer. Like, let's let's plant our roots here and make sure it's about two weeks no one ever leaves. Really? Yeah. But, uh... So, so I, just I re- oh. real quick, real quick. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Mark uh, from the States will be remembered in Dubuque as a legend forever because he told us the story of the time that him and another dude over the top a chick. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Wow. No, I, I want to know Even more. if I am, you should explain it to our listening <laughs> audience. <laughs> I personally... Well, um, apparently Mark and his buddy uh, ended up with this girl and uh, they were, you know, doing some cool stuff. And uh, one was on one end and one was on the other, and the guy looked at him like, okay, let's, we, this is our one chance to do it. So uh, they, while in the act, they arm wrestled on her back, as in the movie Over the Top. <laughs> Holy <laughs> balls. How do I not so know this about this man? I called him a friend. Oh, my yeah, God. Well, he, this is what, that's like one of the first things I like found out about Mark was like, yeah, this guy 
pretended to turn a hat around and then arm wrestle the guy on a woman's back. I'm I'm like sure I, I would lead with that on every interaction I had with every human being. I'd be like, <laughs> "Hello, my name is is, uh, is Mark. I, I play in this band, you know, Heavenly States and Rogue Wave. Did you know I over the topped over a woman once?" Yeah, would you yeah, like to know more? Like, we are. We got some scoops here. This is some TMZ so style like, shit. Yeah, that would be my lead-off statement for anything. Life. Like, I, yeah. I, I, you get a Guggenheim Grant with that. I mean, <laughs> you wanted to make like, a John Waters film or something like. So that reminds me, my next book needs to come out, and I need a Guggenheim. I'm just going to pretend I'm Mark. Yeah. Why don't? Why? Speaking of books, uh, good segue. You have a uh, a new book out. Can you tell? What me can you about plug that? today? Well, I have I have a book out <laughs> called. Uh, it's called The Dirt by Molly Crew. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a collection of short stories called Shake Away These Constant Days. It just came out on a small press called Jersey Devil Press a little bit ago, uh, about a month. I had the official release a few days ago in town here, the official launch of it. Yeah, we're selling that. It's uh, it's actually music-based somewhat. Well, actually it is, but uh, I was going to go to grad school, but there's, there was a lot of paperwork to uh, get in, and I didn't. But, like, this is not... So you did this instead of the paperwork? What's that? You did this instead of the paperwork then? You, you, you wrote this I didn't book. want to do any paperwork to get in. I was like, that looks like a lot of fucking forms. Like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. So I'll just. Smell I, that, brother. So I, I, I really like, was planning on doing it. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to grad school. It's going to be great. And then I was like, I don't. I, I'm going to be a janitor. So I became a janitor instead. And then uh, I was like, well, I need right, to keep yeah, writing because that. I want to. So I just, I sent out emails to musicians and writers I knew from all around the country. So I've been in bands forever, you know, so I knew a, I knew a shitload of musicians and I was just like, I, I emailed a bunch of them and I was like, look, can you suggest a song for me to write a story about under a thousand words? And that's, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Every week I did a new one. So I got a bunch of, you know, I got um, Philip from the instrumental band Caspian. I got Ted from the Heavenly States to do one. Mike Lust from, uh, Phantoms, who's also a band called Buster King around the Chicago yeah, area. King, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you guys talked to me the Luster King guys, or at least knew of them, yeah. Dude, but uh, those guys, tons, tons of other guys, too. Luster King was cool. Like, I didn't get into it until after the Tight Phantoms, but the Tight Phantoms are one of, like, my favorite. I guess Pinebender fans, too. I, I, I do like Pinebender. I saw them live as well with Mel Banana. It was amazing. I'd just like to point out that, that Mouse is easily distractible, and he, he's... Yeah, I'm not, I'm kinda, not easily distractible. I'm yeah. just kind of like he's, 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 he's beatable. He's hitting like, the, my drink holder on my mic stand, because I do have a drink that? holder on my yeah, mic stand. That's, that's, that's and he's hitting it, right there. as a drummer might do, it is making a very odd noise. I'm not sure if you can oh, hear this. Spring but, noise. Uh, Everyone. Yeah, that, that's, I can hear that. You yeah, can I can definitely that. hear that. I'm sure that. the... Ryan can hear Mouse's, uh, Mouse's uh, Aaron Ball gag on the... Uh, on the uh, <laughs> Aaron Ball gag? Aaron Ball gag, BDSM star. We are here to that's answer your BDSM stage. questions. That's my new stage name, actually. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Aaron Ballgag. Aaron Ballgag. That's amazing. Oh, shit. I'm going to tie the sexuality and the literature together for the next Legal Fingers album. I think it's going to be a Go Ask Phallus, I think, is going to be the next <laughs> one if we don't go as a... Yeah, if we don't go with Legal Fingers 3 back to the minors. Yeah. They saw that? They saw the, uh, the, the featuring Aaron Ball on the police teeth? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, are you speaking conspiratorially? Well, no, I'm, like, why I are you know doing he's this over on hand? the phone and he can't hear me over on the phone. Like, so I gotta like, yo, they, gotta <laughs> cut my hands. And, hey, hey, hey. They, they, they were like, we need to have a video with this. They're like, who wrote the Aaron Ball thing on the poster in there? And I read his mouth, his mouth right. Like, he like, sold us out go, immediately. Like, I get it. I get it. That's cool, man. Cool. I, right on. Well, I wasn't. 
I, I wish I would have thought of the, uh, I, I, after, after you said it online, I thought of it driving to work the next day, the next morning, I'm just like, yeah, this is just an Aaron Ball kind of town, dude. Like, fuck, I should have said that. Like, like we're, we're really in your shit here, man. He doesn't wear gloves when he drums, though, does he? I thought he did. Aaron Ball? Does he wear gloves when he drums? I don't think so. He, uh, so no, Aaron Ball, no. so we're talking about... I think Aaron- you're thinking of Bunny Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I confuse those two all the time. Yeah, we're talking... Like, uh, yeah, we- so Aaron Ball uh, originally is a drummer for a band called Vic- uh, Virgin Islands. Actually, I-, I played with him way back in another band him and Chris played in. But yeah, we know him as a band from Virgin Islands, who are an amazing band and good buds of ours. But he was the tour drummer yeah. for Police Teeth, our label mates. Um, God, I wish Slam. I could have seen yeah. one of those shows. And uh, yeah, we were all very sad that we like we like there was basically no chance any of us could see those shows. Back about a week and a half. Yeah, it's they, like like a band you love, and then like somebody's like sitting in, like, "Ooh, it's gonna be kind of like different." Ooh, I, I, I want to well, see that. Well, one of the top contenders <laughs> is currently on the mic right now. That was no, not, it wasn't, but it. Uh, but it makes sense. Aaron is like local and like not even playing in a band, and he's an amazing drummer. So that's actually a great thing. That so yeah, that dude is really good. I was like, holy fuck. I mean, I like um Richie. Uh, the Richie. Yeah, I like Richie. Richie's fucking good. Yeah, like. Dude. And, but this guy, like, it was, it was uh, different style. I'm staring at some Richie Boyer artwork right Like, Richie's fucking rad. Like, he holds it down yep. big time. It's, he, he's, he's very and, Phil uh, Rudd-esque, purposefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's not, I don't, I don't think that's a slight at all. Like, no, I don't know. It's like, amazing. it would be a, it was a slight to be like, he's Chris Slade trying to be like Phil Rudd. Like, no, that's, that's a slight. That's not cool. But, like, being <laughs> wow. Phil Rudd. Uh-huh. Nice reference. <laughs> Uh, well, well, let's explain. Let's explain this bit. Uh, we're we're gonna have to let you go shortly. But I have to go actually pretty soon. I'm in the Wendy's parking lot. I need oh. a couple. Okay, so so we're not fucking trying to plug Wendy's, Wendy's bro. We're not trying to plug Wendy's. So just real quick, we we never did get your take on Racerhead. So oh, and also by the way, Ryan Warner's book is available uh, on the internet. Yes, I have a website called Ryan Warner Writes Stuff. And it's good. Ryan Warner was taken. And I read. I I hope it's good. There's a lot of talk about uh, wrestling and how much I hate myself and hair metal and how much I don't write and should. And uh, that's about it. uh, And how sometimes if I have a bad weekend at the bar, uh, which I work at, There'll be something like that. Oh, did I did I tell you I called a girl Jowly last night? I told her she looked a little. <laughs> no, no, but I saw. Damn, I saw I saw your yeah, Facebook updates. I saw that shit. There's a few Jowly, yeah, Jowly. He's saying Jowly, well, like J O W. She's like my friend. My friend said I look fat in my in my driver's ID. Do I look fat in my driver's license? I'm like, you look a little, you look a little Jowly. Like I turned into like an old like I turned into an extra with two lines in a Woody Allen movie. Like, you know, it's not my thing. Maybe it's somebody else's. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Shix is off of practice. Some might say like get the win. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, like my take on a racer head is that is that what we need here? Yeah, yeah. I, I I I would like to close how we open because I, cause I I did text you without warning because <laughs> I knew you just had seen a racer without warning. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I I'm curious as your take as a fan of a as a non RoboCop themed or Nicolas Cage themed film or yeah, Space Jam. I mean or Space Jam. And before sunrise, like my favorite movies are like Space Jam, Before Sunrise. <laughs> I seriously wrote Before Sunrise and I cried at Before Sunset. I cried watching Before Sunset. I thought you were going to say you cried at Space Jam. (laughs) Who didn't cry? (laughs) They were crying for other reasons in that theater. (laughs) Three movies I cried at Before Sunset when they're in the car, Top Gun when Goose died. And uh, the main for TV miniseries of V. Like, I don't even remember what it was, but like, 
the fucking oh, the alien movie, like something. I remember something happening. I'm just like, dude, that's fucking sad. But anyway, you <laughs> said there. Like I said, I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Like a lot of it seemed like cobbled together from stuff that seemed like bad improv at a good art school. Like all these people <laughs> were paying lots of money to just get together and make a bunch of shit up because they're the creative types. Like I, I don't know, but I did like it. I think it's going to be interesting in the same way that I don't love the Beatles, but I like to listen to the White Album once every two years and then spend hours talking about it with people. So, like, I think Eraserhead, like, I'll get more joy out of just being like, you know, there's a lot of, like, birth motifs coming through that I could really bullshit my way through a conversation with. Yeah, you can just drop it in a conversation and kind of just take it from there. And, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, that's... that's, Then just use it to your own selfish ends. I'm stupid with movies. So every Sunday I get off work and I eat a pizza and I watch a fucking movie that's not, like, miscongeniality or something like that. Like, I just want to... Like, I just want to do that. So I'm going to work my way through the David Lynch, like, thing. And then, I don't know, I guess I'll take suggestions from you guys if you have anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, it, it, it's of, of interest to literally nobody, but, but before I sort of stumbled accidentally upon the career of IT that I work in, I was uh, yeah. studying to uh, as a major in cinematography and environmental science. Which, ah. So I, I, I'm actually quite, I'm quite interested in movies and have many opinions on them, almost as much as I do I on music. Uh, yeah. And I know the, the rest like of these movies are, are the one like thing that escapes me. Like I don't like when it comes to like literature and music and TV shows. I'm there. I'm totally in it. But like movies and like fine art, like paintings and shit like that, like photographs. <laughs> I don't. I'd rather talk about photographs by Def Leppard sure, than sure. talk about a photograph. <laughs> like photograph by Def Leppard. Like, talk about. <laughs> Fantastic, Ryan Warner. I'm so glad you called in. Thank you. Right, thanks for having me. I'm going to eat two Frosties and uh, listen to metal now because life is grand. Like, dip dip some good. fries dude, in that Frosty, bro. You eat, yeah, dip your fries in that Frosty is right. Oh my god. Oh, dude, you know the protocol. All right, boys, have a great night. Have a great one. Take care, Ryan. Right. Again. <laughs> thanks. Bye, Hope to talk to you soon, Ryan. Bye. So Ryan, Ryan Warner. Warner. Boop, boop, boop. God's original creature. God's yeah, dude. Welcome to the contentiously untitled Ryan Warner podcast (laughs) featuring Victory and Associates. (laughs) I know. It's like wow, we just got outclassed by our guest. See now, now we know what it is to host something. Like when we go places and take over. I'll 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 just have you just the the pad Thai. I don't know. I'm (laughs) Uh, overwhelmed. I'll just have pad Thai. Just just the vegetarians fine. (laughs) So we're gonna we're gonna play a tune or two and then uh, get, get back to you in a minute. Yeah, what do we got? Please, Steve. Come on, Steve. Yeah, I thought it was. Speaking of Richie Boyer.
That was uh, Virgin Islands there, like with uh, the song No Doctor. Like those guys, man, if you ever get a chance to see those guys. Shit, are those guys still playing? Do you know? Like, what's Yeah, the they're, uh, they just did some shows with, uh, oh, God, that Conor Ober's band, that like, Despecaderos. Despecaderos. What Evan just said. Uh, Virgin Islands either just played with them or about. I think they just played with them. Before uh, that was the uh, police teeth. No, that's not. It's just the, police teeth. It's not the band. The, the police, police teeth. teeth. <laughs> Simple, uh, the police teeth. With the police teeth. It's, what um, was the name of that band? The police teeth. Was it? Was it? The I like it when the police They're teeth. Good. Uh, they play the rock music. It's pretty no, good. It's just police teeth. Rough chuckles off of uh, their self-titled LP. Their fourth again on latest Flame Records. This yeah. podcast. This is a sweet commercial that we're making. Yeah, yeah it is pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. As, uh, as insular. Say, as hey, Dan. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> I don't have a death stare at all. <laughs> uh, he felt it. He felt it. He Even felt, right he felt now, it. he got yeah. a little chill. Over the internet. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Virgin Islands also, uh, Virgin Islands featuring Aaron Ball in that recording, who uh, used to play in the band Virgin Islands. And so, yeah, during the, the during our, our little uh, music break, I was told to explain the Aaron Ball gag. Um, which which, <laughs> which, which is a gag by, that involves someone named Aaron Ball. His name is Aaron Ball. He's the drummer of Virgin Islands, but he was on tour with Police Teeth because Richie couldn't make the tour, so he sat in on drums. And uh, we were playing when we played a um, in Dubuque. Uh, yeah, when we were playing so in all Dubuque, roads we lead like, to Dubuque in this podcast. In the, in the, something in the, you may yeah, not realize. All, all roads lead to Dubuque, son. Uh, but when we were in uh, Dubuque, so like it's Aaron in the, Heffel's in the world, we're just living in it. Yeah, in in the men's bathroom, like there's any, it's the kind of like kind of a classic, like it's only a toilet. That's what you one it's classic like, men's classic bathroom men's story. bathroom. Everybody, you know, no bidet, regular old men's bathroom. Story. No attendant um, below our. But stature. there's a police chief tour poster right above the toilet there, and so I I wrote in featuring Aaron Ball in the police chief letters. So the police chief, you know, like tour tour poster for police chief. I wrote. Featuring Aaron Ball and uh, thinking it's it's kind of like an inside joke, you know, like it's not like the people going like and peeing in this toilet aren't really going to know the joke. It's just strictly for two weeks later, police teeth are going to play in this venue and it's as narrow casted as some of our music is. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like it's, it's only for a specific going for the audience, low percentages with Victor. Like, <laughs> it just hey man, you got to like you know find the what do they how do they call how it in politics? Like DNA. we just had an election. What do they call it? In, like going low and like for the going for the going, margin. Going negative. Yeah, going negative and for the margin. Going negative with Victory and Associates. Uh, anyway, the and it, it the the joke did land, and a couple weeks later, when Police Teeth was on tour featuring Aaron Ball on the drums, the, uh, they peed in this toilet and saw this. <laughs> this <laughs> uh, it was the only choice to pee in. Yeah, it was really. It's not like they could pee outside, so they peed in the toilet and they I saw the, the written in. Well, they peed in the toilet. Man, and they peed in the toilet. And, uh, Fantastic. Mates number one. <laughs> well, I do the pee-pee or I do the poo-poo. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Aaron Ball gag. And that's the Aaron Ball gag. The Aaron Ball gag. The Aaron Ball gag. Thank you. So we're pretty proud of ourselves on that. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty awesome. That's yeah. what. That's what, what Ryan about was talking about. Dumping the podcast and maybe do an acapella group. I, th- I think uh, <laughs> that might that might be our new calling. Uh, this rock and roll just isn't panning out. Some acapella versions, some Billy Joel songs, maybe. I'm stopping this now. <laughs> Moratorium. How do you know I didn't have brilliant? Song parody lyrics that I was gonna sing next. I just had I, a good feeling. You may have. I, I had the feeling, but I just not. Just not like, nope. It. Sorry, son. <laughs> you know we're running things. So what else do we have? Uh, 
What do we have? <laughs> what, what, thanks for sticking with us. Well, yeah, thanks for, if, if you fucking made it this far, Jesus, like yeah. let me pat you on. You the have way. a trophy coming to you. Yeah, you, you really not do. just a trophy wife. If you know what I'm saying, just send us a letter somewhere, and we'll. Oh, right, there's a letter. Oh, yeah, we do owe that guy. Fucking We're like Santa it. Claus. You don't have to put an address on it. It gets to us. Fantastic. So you made a reference to uh, <laughs> the the that show that happens that uh, uses quite a bit of, of me as as source material as both canon fodder. Oh, the Barrage Boys. Yeah, good. Oh folks, yeah, so we may as well. Uh, and we're still we're p- the theme kind of tonight is bands that we've played with right. on, really on various is. tours and our most recent tour. Uh, so yeah, we played with a band called Risk Reward, who also right. do a great uh, podcast slash live program, uh, live streaming. Live from the Barrage. John Hoolahan, John Hoolahan. Called and it's live. From the barrage. This Call is live. This is live from the untitled, contentious, <laughs> contentious untitled. <laughs> it's blog. It's really. It's well, not all right. Version. I, and I, I'm going I'm to say. I'm going to say something that. Um, well, and, and the show is very good. I, what I find interesting is that those guys so aggressively do not let people know about their band. People don't know that they are in a band, which I think is hilarious. That's true. Yeah, you can listen cases, to the podcast and be like, wait, those guys play music? Do they play music? I don't they always mention it music. at the very end of their show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> like there's when they're like, like, we're yeah. drunk, we're about to turn this off. We're playing a show. Again, with that is. obligation and prerequisite shame that's required for like being in a band in the year 2012. You fucking should be ashamed. But they should be proud. <laughs> Seriously? You, play you play should music. be proud, boys! You play fucking music? You're a fucking... Are you kidding me? Don't you know? But uh, Risk Award actually is quite it's a good band, and it, it was it was I engineered it so that you know they played with us for our, our last show of tour, no. and it was it was a uh, great to see them play because I've seen them play before, but I know you guys haven't, and I quite like them. I think they're an excellent they're rock good. and roll act, and and it's rare that and uh, super rad dudes actually, yeah, super they're ball awesome busters, kids. they're East Coast ball oh, busters, yeah, 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 they're fucking but relentless in, in the Hi. best way possible. Hi. 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 Here's why. Here's why. Here's where I get my own bits from another show. Told back to me on our show. That's pretty great. It's a crossover, folks. It's a crossover. Uh, but Risk Award actually is a great band. And, and the thing is, like, and it's it's infuriating to me because the way that I deal with the world is like a different sort of way. Like, I don't feel like you need to be ashamed of like doing something creative. Like, I just don't. And maybe I deal with too many like regular people that don't even understand the concept of playing in a band. And like, it's nuanced. Man. It just takes nuance. Uh, but they're on the other, certainly on the other end of the. Uh, Slipping in like they we'll, don't know. We'll call it the autism like spectrum. Just a tip. The Kona Neutron Spectrum, or whatever they've been, the other end of the Kona Neutron Spectrum, were there where they're just they don't even like, oh yeah, we're playing. By the way, we're playing a show with Sebado. Like you know, that was actually a real thing they mentioned. I was like, oh wow, oh, yeah, that's oh, actually kind quick. of a big deal. Like, oh yeah, by the way, if I, you know, I know, I know, haven't stopped by now. <laughs> just let you know, we're playing with Sebado. So and that's the thing, and and, and, and and I understand that that's something that uh, you know people wow. people deem themselves to be very busy. Your Gaffney joke bombed on that show so hard. I, I knew. Would it you like would. to explain the context of that? Because this would be your forum to do that. So no. I'm gonna let. I'm, I'm gonna see you that time. Well, yeah, well I, I could. Okay, I can tell, tell you what. Like the Eric. Like give the context it, it, as a way. Like we're we're listening to a live, uh, uh, live from the Barrage podcast, and we're listening to it live, not as just a podcast. You know, like we're while driving live. 80 miles per hour in. Nebraska and or Iowa towards yeah, our show. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah we're, Which on, we're extremely uh, late for. Yeah, we were pretty late. But we're listening live for the barrage. And they're like, oh, we should call into the, you know, like, hey, you know, like, fuck it. We'll, we're, we're, we're on the road, not doing shit. We might as well call well, in. Well, earlier in that day, in much better yeah. spirits, we're like, hey, we're going to call into live at the barrage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. We entertain this point, all this material. And, and then we're, we're just like, like fuck this. But, Everyone's you know, like staring still. sullenly at the road ahead. We still called in, and I, I told an away. Eric Gaffney joke, and it totally, like, it was like, you know, like, I gave him the punchline. It was just like fucking pregnant silence. It was in, in a good way. Like Eric Gaffney of Sebado, and the guest at the time was Jason Lowenstein from Circle Buzzards and Sebado. 
But the thing, like, it, that's it, what made that relevant. It, it, the, the joke is based off of like, I mean, it's, it's kind of in, even inside a joke, an inside joke to myself, like where like Eric Gaffney worked at a, a block away from me, and like I would hear his fucking voice outside, and like, hey mouse, hey mouse, and, like I'd hear his goddamn voice outside, and it's just like, oh fuck, it's Eric Gaffney, fuck. <laughs> Because you were never a Sebado fan. Yeah, but, I don't, like, I don't you, know you Dick from Sebado. Yeah. You know, like, you like, know, like, I know I played the music. Yeah, I mean, the dudes like, on the podcast whatever. seem like rad dudes. You know, but yeah. like, but, you know, like, I mean, yeah, and you've played me some stuff, and it's like, oh, this is cool. You know, like, but yeah, but at the same, you know, like, like, and everyone that works them is like, oh, I mean, Noisy's a dipshit, but it's like, oh, he, wow, he was in Sebado. You know, but like, he, wrote, still, like, he wrote all the unlistenably, unlistenable like, songs in Sebado. He was still trying to, like, rep Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, like, it was, it, yeah, it was just like. My, you know, like, and so there you go. From a dude that doesn't know Sebado, you know, I'm like, like, yeah, whatever. But what did like, he used to do as a starving musician? Uh, he was the drum tech of all fucking things, man. And like, and like, I would see him, like, I'd, I would be in there, like, like buying some sticks, you know. And he's like, like, I hear over here, I'm telling the kid, like, well, you don't need to practice, really. I mean, I don't really. You just, you know, just find what you can kind of beat on. And it's like, no, really, this is kids going to fucking school, like, and he needs to buy a practice pad. And, yeah, I mean, it's like, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, no, no really, he, he actually, that. like, he is actually in a. In a class that requires this shit and you should you know, anyway like whatever like anyone's so he would just, he would just but, like, routinely give terrible advice yeah to just routinely just musicians. give the shittiest advice because he you know totally like quote-unquote self-taught you know like, and just yeah like, you know like i noticed like, it was like yeah self-taught on tire irons apparently like i just hang them and beat on them you know, like, you know walk through and see if they chime together and i'll see Drum uh, shit so anyway, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like anyway like like anyway like taught on tire irons is that what you said <laughs> it's <laughs> I did say that. Anyway, like, yeah, so it's, yeah, and so, yeah, like, and, yeah, he would always want to, like, hey, hang out for a second, like, and apparently I learned, like, after the fact, it was, like, those were his fucking breaks, dude, and he was just coming over, like, we'd be, like, what the fuck happened to Eric, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and, like, yeah, meanwhile, he's at my house, like, hanging out, like, like, all right, cool, great, all right. I remember one time fighting with my girlfriend and like, or my ex girlfriend at the time. You know, but girlfriend at the time, you know, like it's like we're like in this argument. It's like, hey, out and we're like, oh fuck. Hey, it's like, like, how could this argument get any better? Yeah, how could, like, <laughs> how could we like make? Oh, this Eric Gaffney's here! Oh, Hooray! hey, Hooray! hey, that's, hey. that's Eric Gaffney, everybody. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah, fucking. So I I told a joke like a, well, the if, joke, if we're gonna have a single, we should, enemy we should tell the joke. Podcast. The joke was how many Eric Gaffneys does it take to screw in a light bulb? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah of it, course it bombed. It bombed here. You know, like nobody's laughing. You know, like, <laughs> but it's sort of like it's just I don't like, think it's you, a good you, joke. I think it's tried, a good story. Like yeah, the, yeah the, you try and give the motherfucker. But, but that, I like, don't think if it's you know Eric Gaffney, it's just like mm, I don't know. I don't, you know, like it's like every you try and like, oh, what about this here? I don't know. See, but I think you shouldn't need to know Eric Gaffney to know that that's a funny joke. That, that's my criticism of your comedic style. Joke craft 101. Breaking it down. Telling you what doesn't work. If you're going to tell a funny joke. Well, there you go. Uh, we're going to play probably. Cut to play a song. Good, this yeah, is our score. Cut to a song. We're just reward.
one. Do you right. need me to do your joke for you? You don't need me to tell my joke. Because <laughs> I'll do it. No, really. I'll you don't need over me there. to tell my joke. I'll That's where it. we should come in, right there. You don't need me to tell my joke. Look, uh, I'll tell the joke. That was Risk Reward featuring John Houlihan, Patrick Walsh, and the drummer. <laughs> who had work the next day we- and was pissed. <laughs> How do you feel? How there. do you feel about looking at drums? Which you, he can say because he is a drummer. I got a fucking. I got a fucking work. To my, I don't give a shit. I should be asleep right now. This is bullshit. <laughs> and, Just, and, and as a drummer, you can say that. And he's uh, a great yeah, drummer. He was a great drummer. It was. It was funny. Like, never caught his name because <laughs> he was who like, could be like Patrick this. Walsh and no, the his, drummer. His first name may be Fuck, and his last name may be this. Dan Darrow. Based on uh, empirical evidence. His actual name. Yeah, that's well, wait not, no, no, don't get me wrong. He was uh, actually that's fine. Guy. I don't fucking, like, but just shitting on your fuck jokes. This, I gotta work the next day, <laughs> which is a real life, real life, folks. My you joke know? is my you life. Gotta work, son. And you gotta rock. It's a hard. Where, do, where does the work start and the rock stop? Well, I'll tell you where this podcast stops, and that's right now. Right uh, around, right around we, fucking we, here. We're wrapping this up, folks. Thanks for I'm being sure, with us. I'm sure you're tired of us. I'm tired of us. <laughs> Hopefully, it's become untitled and contentious with you as well. Yes. <laughs> and if not, it soon shall be. I think we're going to wrap this up with a. Is it the cell phones from a? Yes, yeah, so this is Chicago. a fantastic band yeah. from uh, Chicago, Illinois. We played with that at, at Quenchers at a, another very lovely show in this tour. Which, They're great. Those guys are fucking yeah. super rad. Intense, nice dudes. Yeah, yeah, really, really intense music. Art it's, Rocky yeah. kind of no means no esque uh, badassery. Yeah, originally three piece. They, they weren't going to play this song, and then uh, Matt Angstrom from Caffeinated Recordings, who put out this comp and recorded them, and is uh, plays it in for Sonics and lots of other bands. Uh, generally, great dude. Definitely coax them with as much coded language as one can do to like coded, huh? in- intimate him. Coded language. <laughs> Again, come back to the other theme, which is BDSM. Uh, coded language. He had he had a colored hanky as well, and I don't know what it meant, but it sounded sexy uh, that he should play this song for us because I specifically have driven a lot of traffic apparently to it by relentlessly posting about it. Like this band is great. Listen to it. I got the CD from them too, and I have not listened to it even one time. Dick. <laughs> Grandstanding with Conan Neutron. <laughs> the Victory and Associates post-podcast. <laughs> so after this is the post-podcast wrap-up, and then we have the uh, the, re- the results show after that. and that's, uh, <laughs> so. But uh, yes, uh, Cell Phone's fantastic band. Um, thanks, thanks for listening, folks. I think this might be a thing that we do. Uh, we'll see. Thanks, Ryan Warner. For thanks, Ryan Warner. For, for, yeah, for dude, Ryan. Come on, man. Legal Fingers, uh, Dubuque, Iowa. I think it's legalfingers.bandcamp.com. He's a great writer as well. I'm not all the way through the book, but a it's fucking uh, charmer. Yeah, uh, int- wonderful human being, uh, character, to be sure. Evan Mouse, thank you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. Thanks, man. <laughs> we can love you guys, man. Later. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you in the flip. Again, this is the cell phones. Flip. Check them this out. This is the cell phones. Wait for it. On Wait, a cell phone. It, it, it's a cell phone. Oh, he's playing. Oh, See, I'm playing it on a cell phone. Meta referentiality. Sunshine state of mind. I can feel it in the east. You got something radiating. Sucking all my energy. I'm under a block of ice. April has abandoned me. Flashing dust most every year. Average 35 degrees. And you never survive it. I would love to see you try.
That was Risk Reward featuring uh, John Houlihan, uh, and uh, Patrick Walsh, and uh, the uh, drummer. Sorry. <laughs> it was, <laughs> that failed too. It was, it it was, sorry, sorry. You One more time. This, is, this isn't live, so. Oh. Yeah, that was uh, John Houlihan. It, it, no. <laughs> no, dude. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? All right. Yeah. Hold on. Do right. you need me to do your joke for you? You don't need me to tell my joke. <laughs> 